Hello, and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. And my name is Aaron. I told you she'd be back. She's back. You can tell my name is Aaron because of the anarchy symbol on my forehead. Uh-huh. A for Aaron. <laughs> The movie this week is Johnny Mnemonic from 1995, directed by Robert Longo and written by, on. oh, apparently William Gibson did the screenplay. Wow. William Gibson did the screenplay? Well, he's the short story book? Only credited movie? writer. Yeah. Interesting. That's rad, by right, the way. How did it turn out like this? Uh, I will. Anyway, starring... Keanu Reeves, Dolph Lundgren, Dina Meyer, Ice-T, Takashi Kitano, Henry Rollins, uh, Udo Kier as Ralphie. 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 Ralphie's a good name. I mean, is it, is it a good cyberpunk name, though? <laughs> uh, maybe. It's not spelled how you'd think it would be spelled, though. It's, it's R-A-L-F-I. Like, oh. I know why I never saw this movie before, but how is it possible none of us have seen it before? Yeah, that is kind of weird. I tried. I tried to watch this, but uh, um, I'm a little bit of a movie uh, narcolept sometimes, and I'll start a movie and just fall asleep. Mm. I'm sure you've uh, seen that happen to me a couple times. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, good. I'm glad you're pleading the fifth there. It's a good friend. <laughs> it's a good friend. I mean, if you were going to fall asleep to this movie, you would have to fall asleep in like the first 15-20 minutes because after that, it's it's kind of an action-packed thriller yeah. chase machine, I think. <laughs> Guys? Well, I normally fall asleep right at, around the time in this movie, because I've tried to actually watch this movie twice, I'll be honest with you listeners, uh, before this w- viewing with uh, Sarah and Joel. Um, but I usually fall asleep right around the time when uh, Keanu Reeves puts the motion sensor thing on the door. Uh, okay. For some reason. When he's meeting with those people yeah, that want to hire him. It's typically at the meeting point where I fall asleep. Oh, I see. You're like, oh man, everything's going to be okay from this point. Might as well go to sleep. I don't know. I have no I have no understanding of my uh, whatever condition you want to call it. Cine, let's see. Cine narcolepsy. Cine, yeah. yeah. Cine narcolepsy. You're not alone, Aaron. A lot of people have it. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for your support. You're welcome. Um, you can find my um, GoFundMe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for my, my condition. There's no way we're going to fix this condition. <laughs> GoFundMe to buy him a K-cup machine so he can have <laughs> instant shots of caffeine or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the I. This is not a movie that you know, it, it basically, any of the cheesy garbage that I, I'd watched before the podcast, I watched because my friends were into it. And for some reason, they were just not into this movie. Maybe because it was, uh, I mean, it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. But it's just not, you know, we were getting into the more modern uh, cyber thrillers like... Uh, well, we didn't even watch Hackers, which is... The we thing. haven't seen Hackers together yet. Yeah. No, I mean, like, me and my friends didn't used to watch Hackers. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw Hackers. But, I mean, I saw it with, like, my sister. Because your sister was a hacker. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. We both had Napster. We, we just exposed. Yeah, we had Napster, se- man. Secretly. We were downloading all those Metallica songs. Oh, man. Lars is going to be so angry. Uh, come at me, bro. Fisher Stevens is a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk. I could talk about hackers if we wanted to. Instead, I don't. Here's the problem with this movie. Uh, 
because of my wisdom teeth surgery, I don't remember what happened much. Look, you know, I've heard a couple of podcasts about this movie. Oh, okay. So I know the story. Yeah. But I'm having very vague dreamlike imagery in my head when I'm trying to remember what was going on. So you guys have to guide me here. It wasn't a dream. It was all real. You were here, Joel. You were <laughs> you were magnificent that night. Um. Thank you. <laughs> so this movie basically starts with uh, a man who is basically like a human flash drive. <laughs> He's a USB stick in human yes. form. That's right. Keanu Reeves. And the data, the data, just um, gets put onto a person's brain in this future, three years from now. And then that person has to travel long distances, sometimes dangerous. It physically has to travel, too. Yeah, like. his body has to travel while he's struggling to keep the information and his own identity straight. That that identity versus the information of the computer stuff was kind of lawnmower man-ish for me. I get you. I know. I understand what you're saying. I mean, w- which part are we talking about? Because like, there's there's scenes in this movie where there's a ghost in the machine, right? There's some woman's face who ke- that keeps showing up. I didn't like that part because it doesn't really have an explanation. I mean, like, yeah, they they say like, oh, she was one of the like founders or something like that, and. She inputted herself in the computer. Like, wait, what? What? No. You're putting a little bit too much, you know, paprika on this already tasty stew here, guys. Calm down. I wish that part didn't exist. (laughs) Don't give me flack for this. There's some stuff I really liked about this movie, but there was some stuff I really didn't like about it, too. Who's going to give you flack? Well, I know it's like a classic, like cyberpunk movie from the '90s, and and Keanu Reeves is awesome in it. Like, yeah, Keanu nothing Reeves actually to do is with him. But there were some parts of the story, and there were some parts of the execution of it that I thought were a little odd or kind of. Um, there's some things that when I'm watching a movie, it's just like I don't like watching this part, and I feel bad. But sometimes it doesn't work for me i mean what i don't think you have to worry about i don't know anyone that holds this movie in high esteem i'm sure there are people that do like it i don't either exactly. (laughs) but what i'm saying is i'm sure that there are some listeners who hold it in high esteem and no disrespect to any kim do you hold this in high esteem (laughs) spencer (laughs) um well what I'm going to tell you, Sarah, is uh, don't worry. Be sure to give your honest opinion, because uh, that's what we're going to do right now. Let's talk about what works in the movie, because there's, there's, a, I think there's an equal parts of what doesn't work and what does work. And I, I'm really sorry. I'm still on drugs, so I'm having difficulty formulating sentences. And ooh, that's a shiny light. Uh, anyways, uh, so. About halfway through this movie, we get the only, like, my favorite part, which is Jesus. (laughs) And it takes that long to get him. It takes that long to get Dolph Lundgren (laughs) as this weird robot, Terminator-style pursuing, (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) Dolph Lundgren is so amazing in this movie. In such a weird, creepy way, I just did not expect at all. Me neither. I did not yeah, expect that was it. Crazy. Evil He Man, evil Jesus loving He Man coming at you. He's got a knife Johnny with a crucifix. That is yeah. a cross. Yes, a crucifix, but the bottom part is a blade. So. I- <laughs> And then yeah. he's got like this, like in his Bible, he has like a little mini screen that he can talk to all of his clients in. <laughs> and so he opens it up. And he... I mean, I could picture that being a panel in a comic book. Yeah, but <laughs> but to have it like in the 
early 90s or whatever with <laughs> Dolph Lundgren dressed as Jesus doing it. It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so... <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a funny concept. Um, the... Yeah. Oh. oh, go ahead. Uh, things that worked for me in this movie, I felt that they did a, an exceptional job of trying to make it look like dy- uh, dystopian future. Three, well, the just, tw- 2021 looked pretty, 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 pretty ratchet. I mean, I, I've heard that that's just New Jersey. That's the way oh. Newark looks. But I okay. think that I'm not, you know, I can't bag on a city I haven't been to. Okay. It was probably Santa Paula. Anyway. Uh, well... I thought it looked pretty good, Joel. No, it does. It looks, uh, it was reminding me of, uh, something we haven't watched yet, uh, Free Jack, the way it's just like a lot of, uh, people living on stairs and yeah. in the streets and stuff like that. But there is also, uh, certain parts where a lot of money has to exchange hands. Yeah. Showing the unevenness of the, of the world. Yeah. The Everyone who lives above. Is out of reach of the corruption that is happening below. Yep. And uh, everyone down below has to wear chainmail shirts. Oh, yeah. And, and there's one cab. Exceptionally crazy makeup. <laughs> mm-hmm. one, one cab. The whole city. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Ralphie. Ralphie with his bodyguards. Yep. Look like the ladies from Liquid Sky, which... We're going to have to watch for the podcast, because that's a sci-fi movie. Okay. You, I know you don't know what I'm talking about here. I've never seen Liquid Sarah, Sky. Sarah and I watched about 20 minutes of it, and I thought Sarah's eyeballs were going to fall out of her head, because... Oh, no. I'm glad you got her the doctor as quick as possible just not. to save her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't do that to it her. I don't know. good. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, in my opinion, I didn't see the whole movie, but I didn't really want to see the whole movie. Right. The place I stopped. I understand <laughs> what we saw. I hope you took enough ibuprofen to make it through the night after watching <laughs> I'll it. share a little video with you after okay. Yeah, what we saw cool. was shockingly terrible, and Excellent. I'm kind of excited to see well, the rest. Well, now I'm pretty excited, guys. You know I like my bad movies. Yeah. I could watch some Zardoz. Mm-hmm. Zardoz is a masterpiece. I love Zardoz compared so to much. what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. What's that, Joel? The what things else? that work for you. Oh yeah, yeah. I really liked a lot of dystopian sets. Um, I felt a lot of the extras were pretty awesome in this movie. Um, <laughs> just uh, it, it felt like pretty much about you know five to ten minutes in, you, you're pretty immersed. As far as how the the world works and everything, uh, the c- CGI internet scenes, the yeah, best kind of are a hundred percent. Like yeah. my heart just like like the Grinch, it grew three sizes bigger. <laughs> it was just so so bad. Good, <laughs> like it was something it made me happy. It made me so happy that like I kind of I kind of wish. Then three years from now, 2021, that's how we use the internet, is we just we just VR in to do everything. <laughs> and there's just solid, weird, clunky hands that you have to like, click on it. Like a game of clacks? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way to use the internet. Glo- Glover 64. <laughs> <laughs> and the Henry Rollins is the only doctor in town that you can Trust. He's the only one. <laughs> you know he's really good because he, he must be smart because he wears glasses. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did a fine acting job. Oh in yeah, this movie. No, I was I was a fan of. Uh, I think Rollins out of all of them had a very genuine feel to his character. Yeah, as far as like the script he was reading. Yeah, Ice T didn't really have anything yeah. to do except. No, he looked cool. Like he looked. He had an anarchy symbol on his head, and he had the goggles. Mm-hmm. You know, he looked cool, and I felt like you know he had. The presence necessary for you to believe that he had like a group of people doing stuff for him, but you're right, not much profound came out of his mouth, unfortunately. Yeah, he just inspired a bunch of hacky sack players uh, how they were going <laughs> to look after seeing this movie. I don't. It's not. <laughs> it's not working. I thought it was just like. The, oh shit! I would have been one of those. The underground people in demolition. Low techs. Yeah, low techs and the rat burgers. Yep. Yep. Having having relations the old-fashioned way instead of the hunk of chunk or whatever we're talking about. And that's kind of like in the Matrix, too. There were some things that were a little Matrix-y. Um, the way he was 
experiencing all of this information and like what the secrets were. There's like, oh. a, there's like a small mystery going on in this as well. But yes, just a lot of action happening. The mystery of what they put into his head. Which, uh, in that scene where he's, <laughs> there's a scene where he's got 80 gigs in his brain for space, for, for cargo. And on his way up, he uses a, <laughs> he uses a space doubler. <laughs> so he's That's got right. 160 gigs. But they need 320. That's right. Isn't that always the way? We need 320 gigabytes. Like, For some reason, he wants to do this, even though he knows he'll be way over capacity. Because it's going to pay off, uh, give him the money to be able to get out of the job and get his memories back. So he can remember his, like, fifth birthday or whatever was happening at the end of the movie. When he lived in a castle? <laughs> yeah, someone had a nice little privileged life there. <laughs> like a mansion with a, a tricycle and balloons. And ponies. Probably. A little stranger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I remember I was an English lord the whole time. <laughs> I don't think they seemed like they were in England. I don't know. That's just how I... <laughs> that's why I associate... That's like how the, you remember the little stranger. <laughs> the, big, the big house with a large grassy area behind. It's like, <laughs> that must be in England. <laughs> they don't have houses like that. In America. So there's um there's the Yakuza in this movie too. Mm-hmm. At least that's there they mention it very briefly. There's but too the- many groups to keep up with, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you guys think about uh the state of the world uh opener that we had with all the flashy lights behind the the dialogue the paragraphs as they were Going mm. by on the screen. That was a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, was a, I felt like somebody was jacking information I'm into my still brain. Downloading. What yeah, I'm gonna, exactly. What I'm going to tell you to right now is I love that. Yeah. I love it when a movie's got so much that they need to tell that you're going to have to read a book before you see the movie to understand what's going on. Uh, uh, for example, Dune. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Yes. Star Wars. Yes. I mean, that's the classic I don't know. One. Just saying, like, that's kind of a seal of authenticity for me that's being broken, and I'm like, okay, probably going to have fun with this movie because there's too much for me to- building a lot of lore. <laughs> <laughs> we shall tell thee of the, the mortals and the- See, what, do you consider Kroll to be that? Yes, opens I do. With the intro, like yes, it has given for me to know that uh, stuff will happen. As I just mentioned, Zardoz as well has a pretty good intro like that, but it's not—it's not writing. But there's a guy's head kind of floating in space oh, in front yeah. of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm gonna I have mean, to watch that. Like Dune, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm into that. I, I like some some thea- theatrical <laughs> beginnings like that. I'm waiting for a nice Blu-ray release of Zardoz. Somebody has to do that, you know, with all the bells and whistles. <sighs> Please. Please just do it. I want a nice Blu-ray, too. Mm. I want the head, the floating head thing with the deep Blu-ray in the middle yeah. of it. In the mouth, yeah. <laughs> so this Yakuza group, though, they've got they've got one guy that I can remember, and it's the guy with the laser floss. Oh, yeah, the head Yakuza. Well. Because the, the Chinese have Yakuza, right? Right, Joel? Well, it seemed like they were like, whenever a company needs something, they send the Yakuza, like, anywhere? Like, if the, a company in Mexico needs something? Send, <laughs> send the Yakuza. The Yakuza. <laughs> like, okay. Well. I just figured that was another Demolition Man type thing, where, like, it was all, like, acquired into one area. Like... The Yakuza... <laughs> there was Beijing. a merger. Yakuza merger. <laughs> yeah. Beijing is now... Part Japan or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Asia, Asia major. Mm. That could be it. I mean, that's that's a good, as good an explanation as any. Yeah, I like where your mind went with that, Sarah. That makes perfect sense to me that the, the Yakuza just took over <laughs> everyone. <laughs> the Yakuza recently bought out the Bloods and the Crips. <laughs> <laughs>
all all organized gang yakuza from now on <laughs> the government tried to break it up you know because it's uh whatchamacallit now monopoly monopoly but uh then the yakuza bought the government uh so hmm. i believe it hmm well, it's because they merged with the Communist Party of the People's Republic of China. Oh. They, the party is now part of the Yakuza, so now, I mean, it's all mixed up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anybody, that's, well. anybody that cares, I'm just kidding. Sarah's hacking at Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Jeez. So Johnny has to carry some stuff. 320 gigabytes. Of something that he doesn't know what it is. And he doesn't get to find out because the people who are trying to ship it off, they all get killed while he's in the toilet. Yeah, they they all get shot. I was just going to say, does he flush himself down the toilet? But no, we were watching Adam Ruins Everything, and there's a scene where he jumps down the toilet. I am glad we get to see those Yakuza's fancy coats, though. But very square shoulders. Yeah, they had some fancy rocking something. That first fight scene was a little problematic. I think. Mm. I mean, it was good, but I feel like the set was like an obstacle for them to have to deal with. Yes. Like maybe they practiced it somewhere else, and then they had to do it in the set, and the set was like way more stuff around. I can see where you're coming from there too. Yeah. And even Keanu Reeves in that part makes a couple faces where, like, it almost seems like he wasn't, like, ready to be filmed. Yeah. <laughs> like, he makes a couple of faces where it's like, whoa, this is happening. Like, kind of, like, funny, but also, like, the action he's doing while fighting. That's the director wanted to catch him off guard. Like, yeah, we want real reactions in this movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> and does he sleep with that girl in the beginning of the movie? Is he's that got, what we're supposed to know? He's got, like, a prostitute, know? yeah. I have a feeling that we're, we're seeing it, like, after they've made love already. Like, yeah. Because later he's like, I want my $10,000 prostitutes. So I think that's what... He was like in the fancy hotel with the, you know, if he wants to save money for that surgery, he's going to get step one, cheaper prostitutes. So what? Oh. I thought she was the prostitute in the beginning. Yeah, she was. You're the, correct. The main girl that he's with. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Dina Meyer? No, no. Those were not the same. She's, okay. She's more of a bodyguard. Yeah, they didn't know each other. And she was just, she was at the bar that Ralphie was at. Right. And she was like, I can be a better bodyguard than any of those two weirdos. And um, then stuff happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And she ends up bodyguarding Johnny. For 50 grand. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, end of the movie. No, we got to talk a little bit more about uh, Jesus Terminator. Jesus. Things that worked for me were like... Definitely, some of the costuming was cool, like some of the suits, but it was very 90s suits. And, uh, let's see, I liked, I liked, uh, Keanu Reeves' character, and I liked kind of the premise of it, but, um, one thing I did not like was the part where we were just looking at the bridge for a long time. Yeah. But we got to meet those two two weirdos that were like manning the guard tower Ugh. and dropping VW bombs. Yep, <laughs> I gotta say, and then they get blown up by a rocket launcher. I agree with you, Sarah. That was like the weakest part for me too. It's like let's get out of, from under this bridge. <laughs> I, I, I mean, can't, all Keanu's doing is just sitting there shouting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that. Didn't work for me mostly was we kept going back to Takashi Katana, who was like the boss guy who obviously English wasn't even a second language for him, but he did have some scenes where he spoke some English. But uh, it's just like they kept trying to make it seem like he was going to be troubled by, you know, what was going on, because it turns out the information that Keanu Reeves has in his head is a cure for this like techno disease that called the black shakes or NAS. And, 
I guess he knows that he has it, but he, yeah, he sends the killers, he sends the Jesus, but at the end, he's like, no, you should go release it anyways. Dude. Dude. Cowabunga. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. Because he's been pretty ruthless. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe he just forfeit. I don't know. He just was like, you're too good for me, Johnny and the I, dolphin. I resign. There's a dolphin in this movie. Did we mention that? The dolphin transcends space and time and goes yeah. into a virtual reality oh, where you can ride that dolphin my heart. to your inner truth. My heart. <laughs> like the Grinch, three sizes bigger. As soon as I saw that dolphin fly through space, Steampunk through the internet. Techno. <laughs> like wave race. Industrial know. techno dolphin. I felt, I felt the eye in my mind opening my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. Henry Rollins knew that dolphin was there, but he didn't tell him it was a dolphin. He just said he was in the Navy. That's right. He didn't tell Dolph Lundgren about the dolphin either. Nope. And so when Dolph Lundgren shows up, the dolphin has to take him out. Dolph v. Dolph fight. Mm -hmm. So good. <laughs> I, sonic waves. I started applauding the movie while we were watching it when that happened. Yeah, I, that was. I started clapping. Pretty insane. <laughs> and the award for the best dolphin versus Dolph Lundgren fight goes to. That made my night, guys. Yeah, like, that really made my night. Yeah, that was pretty good. I wondered why you just stood up, put your arm in the air, and froze in place. I did that too. Like, like a 1980s movie. Like it's the end of the credits. It's the end for Aaron. Um, the, what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're good. Don't worry. <laughs> what do you guys think of Dina Meyer in this movie as the, the bodyguard lady? I took her, I took her acting seriously. She was pretty committed to the character she was playing. Uh-huh. Um, I found the character a little bit annoying, but, but I think that she does some badass stuff. I don't like that she's got that sudden turn where she's like, hey, Johnny, let's make out now. Like, wait, wait, what? Uh, right. Falling in love with the, the main character hero. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't blame her. You know, it's kind of Reeves, but. I thought they'd already made love, so it oh, wasn't that surprising for that me. <laughs> You're like, she went out for ice, and she just barely came back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I found her acting, as Sarah mentioned, very believable. Uh, I think, I think actually in this movie, her performance is important for you to have another perspective on this cyberpunk world that we're in. And so, yeah, I was really impressed with their, her, like, uh, trying to show Ralphie that she could be, like, the best badass, you know, mer merc there. Udo Kier and his weird-ass face. Yeah. Mm. Well, I just, think, yeah, I just think it was important for, for you to have this believable cyberpunk world. You needed more than just Johnny Mnemonic and his, and his uh, USB port problem. Right, you had to have some sort of club scene, which they, they had. Which I'm really glad they had, actually. Right. <laughs> with... Hardcore death metal in an opera singer. Oh, I, I forgot the intro to Evanescence we got right there. Oh my god, 1995, thank you for for this. Luke Besson spits on the movie. You know, it seemed like a lot of things got got their ideas from this movie. Like, there were things people were talking about, and it was, like, a phrase that somebody else used later, and... I'm wondering, like, 95 feels late for what this movie was doing, because, like I said, that's that's post-Jurassic Park, which doesn't really have anything to do with it other than, like... The internet? How gross the graphics are, and, like, they're terrible compared to what Jurassic Park was doing. Obviously, a higher budget, whatever. 1995. Oh. When did the Fifth Element come out? I, I want to say know. 96. 
97. So oh. two years later, yeah, they got no excuse. <laughs> Never mind. There was more than one thing that I was like, oh, this seems like an idea that somebody else took further in a movie after this. So it had like the threads of good idea. I mean, they're all inspired by William Gibson stuff anyways. Yeah, yes. That makes sense. Hackers was the same year in 95. For their hacking the computer scenes, they actually had models. This was all actual computer. And it wasn't the mind's eye. You know, Lawnmower Man had the advantage of the mind's eye. That's true. You're right. This this looked like, uh, I don't know, a bunch of license plates flying by <laughs> <laughs> with, with uh, neon lines. Uh, I, I, I want to go to a club with an opera singer and some heavy metal now. Uh, you can yeah. do that. I guarantee it. It's somewhere, somewhere around in Los Angeles or whatever. There has to be a place where that can be our reality. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll open it ourselves. Oh, there we go. It is now our reality. I'll wear that chainmail shirt for you, Joel. It'll be great. No. Johnny! Ralphie! 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 See, I don't... I feel like Keanu Reeves in this movie doesn't get to do acting like i think it's a hard character that he was trying to to portray you know like he's kind of a selfish person who also i don't i don't even know well he's used to working you know doing the dirty work and stuff like that but he also has to have some mm -hmm. sort of uh like, his character progress by the end is that he has empathy for everyone else. Because at first he's just like, I don't care, get it out of my head, I don't want to die. And then eventually he's like, I mean, not literally not until like the last moment is he like, no, you're right, the cure is more important than Oh, I see what you're me. saying. Yeah. The, the self-interest is lost when he finally wants to help others. And the Jesus bad guy... Is trying to stop him, but Johnny sacrifices himself to be able to get the information out so that people can be healed. He hacks his own brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Once they have the pictures of that superhero. And <laughs> yeah, what were the access codes again, Joel? I don't know. You said, what did you say? It was Demon City? Oh, they were watching Demon City, but for whatever reason, a superhero image flashed up. Yep. Demon City... A thing that said whatever the medical facility is called, and then a picture. <laughs> the last picture just happens to be a picture of the lady that the ghost in the machine or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> like, how convenient. No, I don't know. They didn't fax it in time, though. Nope. <laughs> they did not fax it in time. Oh, remember that part? Fax where the he, images. Where he's like hacking it and he like hacks into the, <laughs> the fax. There's one fax machine in all of Newark. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I assume that's what was happening. I think that's what, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at some of the trivia on this movie. Oh, no. It says that um, William Gibson was unhappy with what became of this, and he says despite being credited as the sole screenwriter, he wasn't. It wasn't his screenplay that was ultimately produced. Oh, dang. Yeah. So, who was it? Alan Smithy? I don't know. A mystery. Ghost written. It also said that the reason Keanu Reeves got this project was because someone ran and dropped it on his doorstep anonymously, and that made him interested, so he contacted the information in it. There's so much trivia specific to Keanu Reeves that makes it sound like you'll just, like, take a random script. Because in that movie, The Watcher, there's, like, a piece of trivia. It's like his, uh, he didn't realize he had signed up for The Watcher. Somebody signed up for him or something like that. Like, wait, That's what? weird. Like, I mean, who knows how you make those kind of choices. I've heard Bill, Mur Bill Murray's weird about that. Right, he used to have the answering machine. Mm -hmm. But now, you have to track him down in the wild like Bigfoot. Did you know that Keanu Reeves is actually dyslexic? 
<laughs> so he wouldn't be a good that's hacker? Is that what trivia. that's trying to say? <laughs> no, they were putting him through that security test or something that was in the... There was some test they did on him that was like the something dyslexia screen or whatever. What? That's crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. I might have been out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your guys' favorite scene from this movie? And why is it the uh, part where, oh, geez, what happens in this movie? What? <laughs> oh, man. There are just too many good scenes to choose from in this insane movie, Joel. Oh, uh, yeah? Um, I mean, the one that made me the most happiest we've already discussed, which is, of course, Dolph Lundgren versus Dolphin. Uh, I mean, that was just like, that was just like primetime Johnny Mnemonic, you know? But uh, I do appreciate, even though, as I mentioned earlier, I kept falling asleep, I did appreciate the beginning of the movie, the the hit, like, trying really hard to, you know, make sure those guys know that he's going to hold all that info in his brain. I liked, uh, I definitely liked the bar scene as mentioned. Uh, well, they filled him up with that information, then he went straight to the bathroom. So do you think he was going to try to excise extra stuff? <laughs> I think he was just afraid he might die. Just push pushes on his colon. bleed everywhere. Oh, okay. That's what I see. I thought he might throw up some of the data. (laughs) 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 Drops on those ones and zeros. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Our 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 Jesus friend. He's he's a killer. He takes out Henry Rollins, crucifies him. He takes out some random bartender. Like, freezes that guy's hand. Yeah, what was the point of that? Like, that guy was just mean to be mean. It was just torture, yeah. Yeah, like, what for? Well, you seem to, like, torture them and then ask the questions instead of asking a question and waiting for an answer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to do this anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. He may have been sadistic. His hair like that was so funny. Oh, my gosh. Those luxurious locks. Honestly, listener, just watch this movie for Dolph Lundgren. I mean, uh, <laughs> Counter Reeves was amazing as well. And the Dolphin. That's and the good. Dolphin. You got like eight minutes in the movie you have to watch if you're just right. watching it for Dolphin. Well, Roland, I, I got to say, Henry Rollins was amazing in this movie too. Uh, his his like little monologue there um, to uh, Johnny was really good. So, just about the state of humanity and. Uh, Stuff like that. Eh. I liked it. That's yeah. Dark. No, wait. Uh, and, and in fact, in my opinion, it was probably the most genuine part of this movie. Because technology really is taking us apart, Aaron. That's why you it shouldn't was, listen look, to Look, I'm just saying I could, I, could, I could listen to Henley Rollins just rant for yeah. a while, and it's okay. Everything's well, fine. I think that like, his last couple of solo albums are just that, so you're set. Oh, fair enough. Maybe I'll go listen to one on my way home here. yeah henry rollins was pretty good and uh who what else did i like the scene i liked the best is what you were asking yes the scene i liked the best i think the scene i liked the best was the one where they caught him and she jumps down through the roof or whatever to, or she jumps into the room to save him. Is that when they have him strapped to the table? Yeah. And the is it the Yakuza guy who's wearing like the the uh, Patrick Bateman uh, American Psycho? Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't get any blood on him. Yeah. A couple of people strap him to tables. <laughs> get ready. They, to do yeah, something. they tie him up. They strap him down. Poor guy. My, I think my favorite bit was the like the whole battle scene between between the uh, you know the bows and arrows non uh, non technology people and then oh, the Yakuza. yeah the low techs because it was like all kinds of explosions and people getting like shot in the head it was oh yeah and like the whole base was falling apart like yeah that dolphin's not gonna be able to hack you now dude that was a pretty intense scene mm-hmm. felt like a video game moment mm-hmm mm-hmm intensify the action yeah step it up i felt like that part that happens where um ice tea is like 
coming down a wire silently. Batman. And like yeah. and like the, his kid friend died Ugh. and he kills that other guy. Like I thought that was kind of a weird little moment. But they try to show us that he's like more in with those guys than everybody else is. Right. They also try to make him look like a total badass, but after that yeah. point, he doesn't really do anything. Except yeah. Except for lead him around, you know. Like, That's come true. this way. You're going to meet Jones. Jones is the dolphin. Living in his own filth. Only living to continue hacking. That's yeah. all we need. Also, their tower of TVs. The, oh, yeah. Yes. The end was really good, too. I mean, the end was pretty spectacular. I loved it. Took everything to the next level. <laughs> it ended. What about what about Keanu Reeves as himself in the computer program, where he looks like? Oh my gosh! Uh, it looks like a man made out of bendy straws or something. Uh, oh yeah. my gosh! Forgot about his uh, avatar like there. Goldeneye 007. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Dr. Doak. Someone oh squeezed him on a Play-Doh machine or something. Oh, and the legs were like these like lines that were like coming to a like teardrop shape. Yeah, yeah that was odd. It was pretty random. Yeah, and that was just an, I mean, that was only introduced at the end though. Along with the dolphin, which was another like oh, the dolphin's in there with his avatar. How come the dolphin gets to look like an actual dolphin? No, no, no. It's me against the machine. Keanu is a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually probably comes down to is you can create your own avatar. And um, I have a feeling that maybe Johnny Mnemonic doesn't want to spend any time working on his avatar. Whereas the dolphin has so much time to work on He's their He's got nothing, better, nothing else to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. So what we're seeing here is time management issues. Right. The dolphin... Which is a lot of time. You need a robot to do it for you, like in the Matrix. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all just part of a simulation, Joel. What? <laughs> that's what I learned on YouTube. I mean, I guess that's possible. This this could have all been a simulation that he was going yeah. through in this movie. Yeah, he could have woken up back in his bed with the prostitute, having just had a stroke. It was like all. In his moments before his death, he had a really crappy adventure. <laughs> that's kind of total recall-y. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, that's a million movies. That's, that's a Jacob's Ladder. I haven't seen that one yet. Well, spoiler alert. Keanu Reeves was in it the whole time. No, oh, wait. shit. I'm out of, uh, I'm out of, <laughs> I'm out of mnemonics. Mnemonic, mnemonic? I'm out of mnemonic well, devices. Let's, let's jack you into this computer here. No, I don't want to. How much, how much information can your brain hold, Joel? <laughs> I hope more than 160 <laughs> gigabytes. That's not that much anymore. Oh, no. Uh, you know, I got to drive downstairs <laughs> that has like five terabytes, and I'm like, ah, that's not enough. <laughs> How much information can you courier for us, Joel? I don't know. We'll pay you a lot of money. Had like a 10 megabyte <laughs> disc, and I was like, I'm never going to need more space. <laughs> 1995. Whoa, 320 gigabytes. That's like the size of everything i think that's a bad usage of space like you if your, your whole brain <laughs> can only save that much data there has to be a better way be. <laughs> so we can assume that there must be people that can't hold that much data you know do they they must have even less memories than because it seemed like keanu was only missing like like i said is his fifth birthday or whatever it's, like, yeah, I don't remember any of my childhood. Maybe it was before five years. Like, maybe That's that true. was, he dumped all of that yeah. into a cooler somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like everything before I turned 14. Why 14? Because that's when I learned about naked ladies. What? Uh, are you accessing some memories, Joel? No. <laughs> are they in a cooler somewhere? <laughs> Can we access that cooler real quick? What? Stay out of my oh, cooler. No. 
<laughs> you got some cerveza in there? How do they? How do? They, yeah, I don't know. There's. <laughs> they did what they had to do in 2021. <laughs> yeah, at least that's really far in the future. We don't have to worry about stuff like that. It took place in January too, so it's like right in the beginning of the yep. year. Corporations, at least they'll never be people. Like Die Hard, you needed to know what time of year it was oh, yeah. while this was happening. Oh, rocking around the mnemonic tree, <laughs> have a happy mnemonic holiday. <laughs> Guys, I'm losing it. I can't. Um, I think we've covered this movie okay. quite well. I mean, who? In my opinion, who should? Unless watch you want to talk movie. a little more about that dolphin. That Dolph Lundgren, yeah, he's kind of like. I think anybody who likes Keanu Reeves. Might want to watch it. Yes. And I yeah. think anybody who likes kind of bad movies might want to watch it. Yes. I say yes to that, too. That's the whole reason we watched it is we've got, you know, John Wick 3 just came out. Yeah. And then uh, Keanu's in a, a really funny movie called uh, You'll Always Be My Maybe, which is on Netflix. And so it just, I just had Keanu on the brain. So I was like, let's watch Johnny Pneumatic Drill. And, uh, well, I'm glad you had a good experience, even though you just had all your wisdom teeth out and you're high AF right now. Go. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Hey, uh, listener. Oh, wait, are we done? You guys okay? We're good. Okay. We'll have a lesson for you soon, Joel. Sounds good to me. You guys think of a lesson. I'm going to read the outro stuff to this podcast. Uh, I don't actually have anything I read anymore, but it's all in my brain. My brain, my brain, my brain. I'm sorry. The drugs are just hitting me really hard. <laughs> uh, I hope you understand, Joel, that I'm having fun with this as well. Hello, listener. If you'd like to write in to us or with a suggestion or a recommendation or a recommendation... Please write into please don't podcast at gmail.com. Message us at facebook.com slash pdsmios. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Outer Space Pod. Or on Instagram at pdsmios podcast. If you uh, have a few bucks you want to send our way, we do have a coffee uh, site. That's at ko-fi.com slash pdsmios. And uh, you can send us a a little bit of money so that we can buy more drugs. No, I'm sorry. I meant a uh, coffee for uh, Aaron so he doesn't fall asleep during yep. your movie. Or or recording. <laughs> uh, thanks to uh, Jed Dowtry for our podcast logo, to David DeRoy for our theme music. We usually thank uh, all of our faithful listeners. Yes. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. Including uh, Scott. Scott, thank you. That's the name I can And uh, we thank everybody that gave us a little contribution to the podcast, like our art and our music. I said those people. And um, and then... Uh, oh, thank you to Aaron Cornelius. And oh, then we thank, thank uh, you, Joel. Lamb stew. Oh, you're welcome. Thank, that would actually, Diane Cornelius. Thank you, Mom. Thank you for Aaron's making some mom. lamb stew. Mm-hmm. You rock, Mom, and I love you. My lesson is that every movie should end with the secret dolphin reveal. Yes, like you take the Titanic. Just imagine if a dolphin <laughs> showed up. <laughs> At the end of Titanic. Yeah. It saves uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Exactly. Or maybe he's the one who drags him down in the deep. Oh. Either way. Or, or she drops when she drops the jewel over the edge, it lands on a dolphin's nose and the dolphin swims oh. off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Independence Day would have been much better with a dolphin. I don't know how. Well, actually, you could tie that back in because Will Smith was going to propose to his lady. Oh, to his who- dolphin. She likes dolphins, Joel. Oh, I didn't know that. This is a fact. But, well, uh, the ring. The ring that he got. Oh, it was a dolphin. a dolphin on it. Oh, so that's crazy. what I'm saying. You could tie yeah. it back in with a dolphin. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Mortal Kombat. Annihilation? No, the original. What ended with uh, a dolphin instead of Shao Kahn. What if the reveal was that he was a dolphin? Hey, character? shut up. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. It's okay, Joel. You're, uh, you, we, we know you're inebriated right now. Sarah, do you have a lesson about dolphins? Uh, my lesson from this movie is, uh, break it up into smaller pieces. Don't, don't always feel like you have to do the whole thing all at once. Sometimes you gotta take it step by step so that you don't hurt yourself. So patience. And, um, avoid, avoid the under bridge areas of (laughs) cities. (laughs) (laughs) that reminds me of a little song that goes um, I can't remember hey Aaron Dio lesson oh lesson from Johnny Mnemonic I just remembered Aaron it goes step by step ooh dolphin gonna get with your dolphin I'm gonna hate this when I have to edit it later aren't I? Anyways, uh, sorry Aaron, what were you saying? Oh no, uh, I hope you keep that in Joel. I think that's kind of a requirement now. No. You probably should do uh, edit light on this episode for the listeners. I'm just, just gonna upload it <laughs> Just upload it as No, you better not file. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lesson that I learned from this movie is um if you happen to live in a cyberpunk town called Newark, be sure to drive a car around that's probably um, just a motorhome with a bunch of c- circuit boards glued on the side. Because, I mean, that's just what kind of makes your car look legit in the uh, year 2021. That's a Neil, Neil Breen production. That's not... <laughs> Does hey. it happen here? Yeah, man. Did you not see? Uh, that was, but it said spider on the side. That's how you <laughs> it know. It did say spider on the side of his car. That's how you know it was legit. So legit. Uh, that was my lesson, though. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. Thank you, Joel. Sarah. We'll see sure. you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to us. Bye. Bye.